Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Oh, Thanksgiving's in a couple of days. That makes me happy. The Bears don't make me so happy. Thanksgiving and the holidays. That makes me happy, my friend. My holiday song today. It's a a, a tumble bordering winter today. 43 degrees, a little bit of rain. Uh, It's late autumn, uh, early up upon the winter calendar here. Uh, I may need a little Christmas music to cheer me up a little bit. That's cool with me. Maybe not. I'm not talking about 20 songs. I'm talking about one. Just one or two. One coming back at some random time. You know, something from uh, the Thanksgiving uh, peanut special. You know, Charlie Brown. Who doesn't love that? You know? I love it. The the great pumpkin, the Thanksgiving, and the Christmas specials when we were kids. Kick the field goal, Charlie. Kick the the field goal. You know, Lucy. She's mean. Always was. was too mean to to Charlie. Always one. But uh, I can use a little of that, Yerk. I feel you. I like that the city's lit up uh, for the holidays. It's getting it's nice. there, yeah. Now all we need is you a know? blanket of snow now. We, gotta, no, we need about no, six inches of magic. No. <laughs> six inches. Is that six what you inches. Need? Six inches of magic. Say, well, well. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> six inches of magic does everybody right, yeah, I think. <laughs> No, but six inches of snow. A good blanket. I don't no, want just a baby no. blanket where it's just a little bit covered. I don't My want My boy it. saw Blue Jay the other day out the window. Blue Jay? Yeah, he said, man, it's so blue and it's so vibrant. I said, wait till you see it against the backdrop of white snow. Well, like when you see a Blue Jay yeah. or a Cardinal against right. the white snow. Ooh, yeah, I'm that is pretty. You. It's vibrant. But I don't want snow. I can't I can't do it. I hate can't it. Can't do it. Huh? I hate it. You'd think I'm from California or Arizona. I lived yeah. here my whole life. I hate snow. I you hate it. You think so? I hate it. Well, it's sad. I I. I, I, I despise it. I tell the kids when it snows, no, 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 we can't go outside the snow. All they want to do is play in the snow. You want a sled, kid. That's what I I did as a kid, but then you you get older, I'm like, no, 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 there's no, you you can't. The snow will burn you. Don't go outside. What I would have to do on my hill outside, Carm, I'd have to get the first one. I'd have to make the path down. Right. So I'm over there getting stuck, and I'm kind of bouncing up and down, you know, weebling and wobbling, backing and forth, trying to get all the way down to the bottom of the hill. Yeah. After that, come back to the top and let the kids go down. Then the kids go down on rep- re- repetitive runs, if right. you will. And then uh, kids weren't so happy going one at a time. So the old fat guy had to go back up, and he had to go down and do another shoot mm-hmm. that the kids can get through away from the trees. The, the, the then after they wore one out, the it cross kinda, that you bear. Yeah, right? it's cross that you bear. So you, you, you make the pads for the children. For the now, children. I don't know if you've got a hill in your palatial estate over no. there. It's very flat land it's over flat, there. It's too flat. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you get you have those options. Now we go to Wilmot Mountain. Yeah. They, they've got because not only can you ski, but they've got the awesome sledding. Wilmot, Wilmot Mountain. Yeah, yeah, it's just north of the border. It's oh, nice. just pick a, up some New Glarus on the way. Escape to Wisconsin, get some spotted cow. Piece of what cake. they got? Brown squirrel. What else do they, they got do have? I think it's called brown squirrel. I think, I think it's, it's brown they've squirrel. Got a, they've got a couple. Moon Man. I moon, think one's called. Man. Yeah, Moon Man's good. They got uh, spotted Man on cow. the Moon. Is that Where's, REM that's saying that? That is REM that's saying Man that. on the Moon. Moon Man. No, that's good beer up there, Wisconsin. Yeah, Moon Man's one. If I get north of the that's border, I'd like to grab a handful of cases for the fellows down here sometimes, too. I love it. Come in, say, boy, I got cases. I buy them for 42 I sell them for 58 So <laughs> Gasoline. Gasoline. The gasoline tax. Wear and the tear on the tax. car. I charge you 55 cents a mile. Where do you want to start? 
Monday Night Football or more Bears recap from... Because I rewatched well, Sunday's Nightmare. I, uh, Where do you want to start? Because I have some Valdez issues with our Scanlon, guy, Andy right? Reid. M- MVS? MVS. MVS. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, you catch Andy Reid can't control right? that. you got to catch, catch the, the ball. ball. Catch the ball. I mean, this was last night at the end. This is a, a walk-in touchdown that wasn't. Good protection aired out. Valdez Scantling dropped it. Well, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who can just flat-out fly, he lines up in the slot. He gets matched up one-on-one on Bradley Roby, and just, again, another drop. I, I, you know, and then Mahomes, after the game, had every opportunity to rip into his guys. To go ahead and, and, and try to send some sort of a message by maybe, not ripping, but just like, and Mahomes is up there talking about, well, I guess I could have maybe. That ball couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah. Yes. It couldn't have been. The receiver has to come down with that catch. I don't he, even think Tommy Waddle can argue with that. He that ball 55 yards in yeah. the air. It couldn't have been more perfect. Maybe 60 yards in the air. It could have been more perfect. And then there's Mahomes trying to catch say, well, I could have done a little better. And then you probably saw the stats. You know, you heard Aikman say, well, you can flat out fly. You probably saw, and, and forgive me if I don't have this exactly right, but it's close. I think it's now he has five or six drops on the year on targets more than 30 yards down the field. No other player's got more than three. He can't catch. That's what it seems. And when you can fly, that's great. But when you can't catch the Two football. Things. Either he can't catch or he can't see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going back, you're looking for the football, you can't see it, and it looks like you're stabbing at it. So I'd get his eyes checked the first thing I would do. Then if his eyes come back and they're 100% and they're okay, then he can't catch. I counted four, at least four Kansas City drops last night. Two by Watson that would have moved the chains, including the one at the end. The drop by MVS. Mm -hmm. That doesn't include another third down play in which... Justin Watson had his man beat on a go route and for some reason broke inside. You saw Mahomes' reaction. You saw Andy Reid's reaction. Andy was pissed on the sideline. Like, what are we doing here, fellas? And certainly the Kansas City Chiefs and Mahomes played better than that final result last night. They get shut out in the second half again, and they lose. And then the big issue I have, the biggest issue I have, was Coach Andy Reid's decision to punt the football from the 39-yard line of the Philadelphia Eagles. You just can't be doing that. Now, what was the you, score of the game at the time? They were they were had a 3-point lead. 3-point lead. You you can make, you know, you can try to rationalize this all you want. Well, Carm, their defense was playing great. Yes. 57-yarder. That's what it would be, right? A 57-yarder. 39, 39 49, 56, maybe 57. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, it's 7 or 8 yards you move the ball. Well, back. I don't think you should even be doing that. I think you've got 15 as your quarterback. I think you're going on fourth. Was down in it was fourth and uh, it was fourth and 4, I believe. I believe it was fourth and All 4. Right, Let me double yeah. check. Put it in the hands. Yes, put of it course. in the hands of your guy. Here, here's the rational. Here's what's going around. Well, but Carm, you just said it. The receivers stink. True. Oh, but Carm, uh, they've got Tommy Townsend, one of the all-time great punters. Yeah, fine. Yeah, but because- your defense was playing great. You cannot punt the football from the 39 freaking yard line when number 15 is your quarterback. You can't do it. There's no margin for error. They can't down it inside the 10. It goes into the end zone. You net 19 yards. Yeah. You can not right. do it. You deserve to lose the game flat out. And Andy Reid's got to own that, and that was but a you know, terrible Andy, decision by you, a great head coach. You know Andy's an old-school guy. Andy's not 38. Terrible. How old is Andy? 
He's like 65. But Andy's better yeah. than that, Yerky. Yeah. Andy's got to know better, and he's got to be kicking himself. He's an old school guy, and he might be kicking himself today, and he might do something differently down the line. I still think Kansas City's the creme de la creme. Do you? They with that receiving core, they you think? They haven't hit. They're all... Well, are they going to hit it with that group of receivers, I, though, Yerky? I, I don't know, but they're not going to get any new receivers. They're not. You're right. Yeah, this is it. This is what they have. This, this is what it. they got. It's like... Uh, I heard this earlier today, and I think it was in our station. Everybody kind of thought New England, they didn't go to the Super Bowl for 10 years, right? Nine-year gap between Super Bowls for them. That sounds about right. right. Was it that long? Was it nine years? It was a nine-year gap between them, I believe, going to a Super Bowl, maybe winning a Super Bowl. Maybe I don't know winning. It, it might be winning. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was, it, it, they, they had a little bit of a gap where things weren't, you know, they, they didn't win. They're still in the playoffs every single year. Well, they won 13 games every year. Right, so you you kind of forget how good they can be. All it takes is a little tweak for those guys all of a sudden to be the the unbelievable team that they are. And they still got the players that make the unbelievable plays at the end of games to make things happen for themselves. You lost one regular season game against in a rematch of the Super Bowl from last year. I know. So somebody who's going to win, somebody's going to lose. If I'm Kansas City, I look at that game, they've got a lot of excuses for why they ended up losing that game that are legitimate. Guys are dropping balls. Um, it's a shame. Guys are breaking off things. Maybe our head coach made a poor decision. Right. You know, right. there's a lot of things you can look back on and say, hey, that was our game, and we, we were the ones that piddled it away. Right. So if there's ever a rematch in the Super Bowl again this year against Philadelphia, guess what? I still think Kansas City's a favorite. Hmm. So, Three. And, I, and I'm not heartbroken. I've seen teams in the NFL this year have a crappy week. They've of had course, I, weeks. I, I understand that. I get it. And I know what you're saying and why you even invoke the, the Patriots, because there are some similarities when you talk about the quarterback and the coach, right? I mean, and like, I heard it invoked earlier. So. Okay. Well, you're in your, but you're always going to feel good about their chances, whether right. it's a game, a playoff game, a season, right. while Mahomes is in his prime and while, re, like, you're always going to feel good because of what they have at those two key, uh, you know, the, the, the most key position yeah, and then the head coach. The, the like, Packers I get and Aaron Rodgers win a Super Bowl. They went 10 and 6 that year. Yeah. They went 10 and 6. They lost 6 games and yet they rifled through as the 6 seed and got to the All you needed to be is hot at the right time. You've got to be playing good football at the right time. Late December, early January, a little bit of momentum going into the playoffs. Only one team gets a bye now. Is that how it works? One team gets the bye. One team the gets seven, a bye. Yeah. So that Baltimore's the one seed right now. That that's why I heard yeah. Kansas City last night, but they're the two seed. Uh just ahead of Jacksonville. Uh they are the two seed right now. Um and Jayville, three seed, right? Does Jayville scare anybody? No, no. No. Playing one of the worst divisions in football. Yeah. Right? Jayville doesn't scare They're anybody. A little Jekyll and Hyde on offense, too. A little bit Jekyll and Hyde, yes. 100% correct. A little Jekyll and Hyde. So, yeah, the AFC's wide open. Uh, Buffalo doesn't look as good as it once did. Cincinnati's falling off, and Joe Burrow's not coming back yeah, anytime soon. They're probably toast. Uh, the Dolphins are your uh, wild child team. Yes. The wild child, but they're not the number one seed, right? They're the four seed. The Browns so are the what five do they seed. Have? They got one home game, and then they're on the road. They got one home game, then they're on the road. Yeah. And what are they going to be like in uh, 25 degree Kansas City if they got to play them in the That's second a good, week? That's a good question. All right. So I. Yeah. It's a, it all still kind of falls in the line, and it all still kind of falls into place. Kansas City's going to get to the playoffs with whatever record they have, and they're going to play. And guess what they do in the playoffs? Yeah, they usually win. They find ways not, to win. You know, I, I, love the, I love the stat. Uh, not even the stat, but just the, yeah, how many, you know how many road games Patrick Mahomes has played in the NFL in the playoffs? Zero. Zero. 
Zero. Super Bowl's at a neutral site. Oh, correct. Right, yeah. yeah. Patrick Mahomes has never had to go on the road in a playoff game in the AFC. Yeah. It's in, it's absurd. Yeah. Do you know, did you hear, I, I saw this just like on Instagram. It was one of the things that scrolls, that pops up, you know? Right. That, that keeps us addicted. Right. For me, it's usually sports stuff. Or women in, women in bikinis. I don't know. One of the two. Uh, Dan Levitard was somewhere talking about, and God, I'd love to fact check this. I mean, I'm assuming Levitard is right. He said, do you know the most amazing stat in the history of sports is that Tom Brady never took. It's the Brady one. Is yeah, this I know one? what you're Chris, talking is about. That, yeah, like, is that fact checked? Is that yeah. true? Yeah, go ahead. Tom Brady never took a snap, Yurko, in the NFL where his team was mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Never. Not one. That is absurd. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And, like, that's Mahomes, right? Like, every year they're vying for the top seed. He's never played a road playoff game to this point in his career. Tom Brady never let that sink in. He played, like, 25 years, 24 years. He never took a snap in which his team was not mathematically eliminated. And That's the and, level and, of consistency. And, and the year they were mathematically eliminated, it was Matt Castle who was the quarterback. Yeah. They finished 11-5 like, and five that year and missed the playoffs. And they probably weren't even eliminated, York, until like week 17, right? right? It, was the final, it was the final game. Was they the almost final made game. the playoffs. Like, yeah. what? That, that is... That is beyond belief. Like, how? How could that be? It's incredible. And Mahomes is like, you know, that he's never played a playoff game on the road yet. Now, maybe that changes this year. We'll see. I still have questions about that team navigating four potential playoff games uh, through the AFC and then the Super Bowl with that receiving core. We'll see. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Ring us up. Andy Reid's decision last night. Thoughts on the Chiefs in that receiving core. We'll get into some more Bear stuff. I want to talk to Yurko more about a couple of the fourth quarter things that happened because rewatching it, I, I still yeah. have questions. Some of the play calling and the decision making by Luke Getze and Matt Eberflus. We'll get into that. 312 332 ESPN is the number. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Herman and York, week 11 in the books. We got a three pack of games to kick off week 12 because it's Thanksgiving. Lions and Cowboys and, and Bears, oh my! Seahawks, oh my! Yeah. Boy, did the Seahawks piss away a golden opportunity to get a win at home last Can't week. Do that. Yeah. Oh my God. And they lost Geno for a little bit in that game, and that right. maybe did not help. But feels like they were stuck on 16 points forever, and they forever. let the Rams come back and win that game. It's Carmen and York. Hope everyone's having a uh, a nice Tuesday, even though it's a little bit gloomy and dreary. Hey, cheer up. It's Thanksgiving week. It's time to celebrate and be with family and friends and eat some turkey. Uh, we're going to get out and take some of your calls here in just a second. I want to talk to York about a few more things that is still kind of like chapping my ass a little bit about that Bears game. You know, I know a lot of people have made a big deal out of kicking the field goal uh, at fourth and five at the Lions 21 in the fourth quarter. You know, we on our station social accounts on TikTok and on uh, Instagram, you could see the little clip put together of a lot of us voicing our opinions on that. I know uh, Cap, big surprise, was uh, you know doing the take that, about of course you got to go for it there. It, it's you know that decision in its own right, the fourth and five, to bypass going to make a nine point game twelve. 
there are some elements that you understand. You're forcing the other team to score two touchdowns. Right. Yes. You know, the bigger fourth down gaff, if you ask me, was the fourth and a foot from the that would have been from the Lions 23 yard line early in the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, I thought that was a bigger mistake by the Bears coaching staff. I thought that was your fourth and a foot. Uh, that's an easy conversion. It should be. Sweet Lord, do those Eagles know how to do it. That is just an yeah. unstoppable play. Yeah. It's something. But anyway, I digress. Fourth and a foot there. That's the decision that probably cost them more in terms of points added than anything else. I don't mind as much going up 12 so that you force them to score two touchdowns by kicking a field goal fourth and five at the 21. You know what stunk about that particular episode? It was your three plays leading up to that fourth and five, Yurko. Not letting your quarterback maybe take a shot at the end zone. Maybe, you know, not letting Justin Fields, not dialing up something to scheme one of your guys open, Mooney or DJ Moore, and let Justin Fields take well, a shot at the end was, zone. What were the plays preceding that? Three runs, And then on third down, on, on like third and six, right. they give the ball to Roshan. If you know you're kicking, I don't know why you're handing the football off on third down. It is poor coaching. If in your mind... We get stopped here. We got to make 9-12. We're going to kick. I don't understand why you're not letting your quarterback at least take a shot at the end zone or to pick up the first down. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what you think. I think it's poor coaching. I think it's chicken you-know-what coaching. I think it is flat-out bad in a lot of ways. Fourth and five kicking isn't so bad. The third down play to me when you're handing it off is really, really bad. That's my opinion. You wanted, you wanted him to go. You wanted him to throw. Well, at the very least, why are you not letting Justin take a shot at the end zone if you know you're going to go? Or let him get out on the perimeter, and then he's got an option whether he wants to run or whether he wants to pass. Either way, he ran going left, he threw going left. If you bring him out to the right, he ran going right, and he threw going right. So either way, if that's what you want to do, give your quarterback the option. If he can see he can get a first down with his legs, let him do that. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. And that might have, and who knows? Something good happens there. You pick it up. Maybe you get a touchdown. The game's different. You don't lose that game. You feel better about yourself going into Thanksgiving. Instead of, like you said yesterday, you had it, you found a way to flub it, and everybody up there is wondering what the hell went wrong again. It's another week where, you know, this should be a festive week. You should have been celebrating a division win. Hey, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll have a light practice Thursday. You guys go home with your families, have dinner. We got a Monday night game, so we got more time to prepare anyway. What a week, you guys. What a, what a way to kick off the holiday season. We got a division yeah, win. We uh, went no, back. I mean, that would have been fantastic. Yes, yeah, instead, instead, look what happened. Everybody's talking about what happened, what went wrong in the final four and a half minutes right. of the game. 4-15, you're up by 12. What happened? And, and that's what you're answering over and over and over again. And I can tell you, just like... The Chiefs botched it yesterday with MVS not making a catch. Yeah, if Tyler Scott holds on to a football, the game's probably won anyway. So you say, well, and like Waddle was talking about this yesterday, if guys do their jobs, all the plays you talked about defensively on those last two drives, right. or Tyler Scott tackling. making the catch, tackling. tackling, if guys do their jobs, you know, maybe we're not riding the coach as much. But this is a combination, just like last night was for the Chiefs, 
where it's poor player execution, it's bad coaching, it's questionable coaching decision-making. And to not go on fourth and a foot, to run on third and six, if you know you're going to kick anyway, that's bad, bad coaching. That's what that is. So while the players own their part, Matty Rafluse and his coaching staff have to own their part. And I don't know if they do or not. I mean, he talks about the positives. There's po- This is positive. That's positive. Three and eight, you don't have much that's positive. You haven't won a division game, my friend. And nothing years, positive. Two years, you haven't won a division game. Nick's and LaGrange. Complimentary football, Carm. Uh, Remember, complimentary football. Mm. What's going on, Nick? Thanks for taking my call, guys. So, in addition to Eberflus ruining the blue plate special that Yurko had served up for everyone. That's right. It's, there's going to be a big mm. celebration. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to get prime rib. Instead, Nick. I had to settle for a turkey. I mean, he gave it to everybody. He gave it to everybody, and Eberflus I found a way to botch it. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, I cannot believe Yurko nailed it. But he did. He nailed it. I and know. then they somehow flubbed it. I know. So my, my, my concern is, even from a fan's perspective, right, the, the organization is so bad from top to bottom that the, the loss didn't even upset me. Because I was like, at least now, I'm like 80% sure there's no way they retain Eberflus. But there's still a 20% chance that they do, in my opinion. <laughs> and that's what's scary is that, you know, Ted Phillips, as his going-away presence, before they ushered in Kevin Warren, they were like, we're going to saddle you with a GM and a head coach, which we've proven, Ted Phillips and, the, and George McCaskey, that they don't have a clue how to select these guys. Well, and they, and my, they don't know how to and select my, them because they have to hire Bill Polian to do it, Nick. Yeah, yeah, and, and Bill Polian was clearly a genius for taking Peyton Manning. I mean, anyone could have picked Peyton Manning in, in, as, in Indy as GM. And then he claimed that he had Brady as a as a first uh, round graded QB yeah, years a, later. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, easy to say. Yeah. Years later. I, I'm, I'm sure he was happy with Sorgi, though. You know, you don't want to, <laughs> you know, dra- draft him in the fifth. Good. Good. But but is 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 Warren going to hold polls accountable? Because not nothing against uh, Eberflus, but I, I, I'm a season ticket holder, and I was fortunate to go to an, an event one time where I met Eberflus, and within a few minutes, I was like, "Who speaks to this man?" and thinks this is a strategic genius that's going to take us to a Super Bowl. So that's I where I get concerned with polls, because if you well, spend a day with Eberflus and think this is it. I, yeah, I mean, and I, Nick, I would say this, and thanks for calling, Nick. I, and by the way, don't worry about your 80-20. 80% of the time, they fire him every time. Um, I hope people get that. Uh, so I don't know how much input polls had into it. I, I, I would say that. Don't know if it was a lot, if it was little, if it was none. Look, the Bears are where they are because they can't pick the right people by and large. George, unfortunately, very nice man, George McCaskey. He's proven that he can't pick the right people. They have to go outside the organization and have Ernie Accorsi and Bill Polian, who are like 100. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, you're always it's always age. Yeah. Carmen they, hates old they, people. They have to have, I happen to know for a fact, this man hates old people and dogs. <laughs> um, that's another movie line. I'm, I don't mean and that. And it's a great one. I just I, can't I, place I don't mean, it right it's now. It's Tin Cup. It's from Tin Cup. Tin I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean that. Um, like, they have to have Ernie Accorsi and Bill Polian pick their coaches. I don't know what led them to Matt Eberflus. What? What a, a guy runs a cover two defense that was good, never great. 
What leads you to him? I, I don't know. I don't know either. Bill Polian's connection to the Colts, I suppose. It, 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 none of it makes sense. But not, that's why we're here. That's why the Bears this century have made the postseason in back-to-back seasons once. That's why we're here, yeah. folks. That's in, why in they have a 12-game division losing streak. That's why. Alex is in Pennsylvania. What's up, Alex? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, two things. First, uh, I was at the Carolina Panthers game, and I noticed late in the fourth quarter, Montez Sweat left on a second down. Um, they were, I want to say they were third and nine. They ended up converting that, and then he missed the entire. They punted, then they got the ball back again, and then he wasn't out for that entire series again. That kind of worried me. And then based off of this game, how we only played 63% of the snaps, and then Eberflu says uh, that's just how we do it, and we platoon our guys for the second round pick and $100 million. That just seems absolutely absurd. Yeah. And then my second thing is the last play when Darnell Wright was one-on-one with Aiden Hutchinson. Like, I know Darnell Wright's, He's amazing, but, like, he's still first year. He should have some sort of uh, assistance with chip blocking from the tight ends or anyone. And, like, they left him going back to the Kansas City game. He was one-on-one with Chris Jones the entire game. Like, they didn't help him at all. I just don't understand why they're doing it. Yeah. Alex, thanks. You bring up a good point about sweat. That's still – that's another thing that's kind of a head-scratch, right? They don't really provide a good answer on that. I mean – I don't know, Yurko told everybody yesterday the way it normally goes and what you'd expect from your elite pass rushers. And you're paying this guy, you traded it, you're, you're going to end up trading a top 40 pick for him and you paid him like 63% of the snaps. I mean, what? Yeah, that, that doesn't make any that sense. That doesn't make sense. And I, and I talked yesterday about it. Yeah, you, you Reggie explained White it. played 90% of the plays. Now, you're going to give him a rest, like three plays, that'll take him out of total 70. He'll rest twice during the game for three, four plays, which will give him the seven plays off. So he plays 63 out of 70, 90% of the plays. Right. At some point, if Reggie rushes seven times in a row, he's going to be tired. Same thing will happen to Sweat. But he's not an automatic substitution. You don't wow. pay him that kind of money to say, hey, we've got a rotation. That, that, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Makes no sense. you got three guys who are playing nose tackle, defensive tackle. You want to rotate those guys and play them in a rotation? Rotate them all you want. The guy that can put the best pressure on the quarterback doesn't come off the field 37% of the time. It Unless doesn't work something that way. We don't know. It doesn't uh, work that uh, way. It, it is. They really they haven't provided much of an answer, and I'm, Yerko explained it perfectly. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and him just dismissing it and saying it that way. Yeah, for a guy that makes $4 million, yes. Not for a guy that makes $22 million or $24 million. No. Very strange. No. Don't, unacceptable. Don't you add this in? Yerk, to yeah. the, the whole idea and how he used the timeouts down the stretch, he waited to call a timeout to 31 seconds. If you call a timeout earlier, perhaps maybe your highest-paid defensive player could get back on the field. Well, if you're going to give mm. your guys a rest. If you're going to give your guys a rest. The, yeah. the point is, his excuse said that this is just the rotation. Well, it's a bad rotation, uh, yeah. and you had three timeouts. You could have done something right. to I allow him to get yeah. back on the field. Yeah. But no, it's a rotation. We got to wait. What do you mean yeah. rotation? You got to wait. You got 30 seconds left in the game. Well, the team needs to score a touchdown. You are fighting your ass off trying to keep them out of the end zone until either A, the clock runs out or they run out of downs. Right. 
That's what you're doing at that point. All right, we'll take more Bears calls. Uh, we got them lit up again, of course. 312-332-3776. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. All right, got full uh, Bears phone lines here. We'll take all your Bears calls. Carmen and Yurko, crosstalk at two with Waddle and Sylvie. Six to seven tonight, you're going to get Bears Weekly and then Black Sound from seven until eight. New Unhinged uh, dropping as well. Waddle could not participate today, so you had three quarters of Unhinged. Me, Yurk, Sylvie, we did a good one. A little Thanksgiving episode of Unhinged, so check out the ESPN Chicago app to get uh, the latest crosstalk Unhinged. We had some fun there, brought to you by Blue Chew. I was just telling these guys, I heard... Um, Peter Schrager and Kyle Brandt this morning on Good Morning Football uh, mentioned a stat. I joked yesterday. I said, boy, uh, when the schedule came out, it looked good, right? Bezos was thinking, okay, you guys did me a solid. First ever Black Friday game is going to be Rodgers and the Jets. It'll be beautiful. Mike McDaniels and and Tua and Tyreek and the Dolphins. going to be beautiful. It's going to be romance. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be everything. Everybody's going to be... Just like when you first got married, it's going to be romance. Mad love to each other. And here we are 12 weeks later, and Bezos is banging his head into the wall like, what? Tim Boyle? So Zach Wilson is so bad, they've got to turn to Tim Boyle, who played a little bit with the Bears here last year, you remember. But I don't recall hearing this stat. Maybe, Black, maybe you heard this. I don't recall this coming up, even though he was here. I heard Schrager and um, Brant say it this morning. Do you know? <laughs> do you know how many touchdown passes Tim Boyle threw in college at the University of Connecticut? He played um, nineteen games in college at UConn. Nineteen games in college at UConn. Do you know how many touchdown passes he threw? I'm assuming he played quarterback, right? Um, uh, nineteen touchdowns in nineteen games. I'll give him one. <laughs> Chris, he threw one. Wait, did he play quarterback in college? He threw one, but not... Here's the amazing thing. He threw one touchdown and 13 interceptions. I They said it this morning, and I said, that can't be right. And I was like, how did we not hear that last year when he was at the Bears? I went to, pro, I went to college football reference, and it's right. He threw one touchdown... And 13 interceptions in college. I'm stunned. And he's starting for the Jets. That's how bad Zach Wilson is. I, I mean, he's got a 50.9 quarterback rating in the NFL. 50.9. I'm stunned at the interceptions because I thought you were going to give us something like Matt Castle. who Matt Castle right. didn't start at USC, right. but became an NFL quarterback because they had so many guys ahead of him. But to throw the interceptions and only one touchdown, that's that means you played. At UConn. But it means you played some football. You played football. He played 19 games. He had a, a touchdown and 13 interceptions. And I was like, wait, was he a running back or a wide receiver? How, what was well, he? One what was he? Did he I play mean, quarterback? He played quarterback. What's the story? They're bad. Connecticut's like, been bad for a while. Like Chris said, at least with Matt Castle, he he was He, he was just at, didn't play. At, he was at USC. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like you kind of understand. Uh, I think he was behind John David Booty at one point. I don't know. John David Booty, that's a that's a great throwback. 
I mean, this league, is it any wonder Tom Brady is lamenting the state of the league? Tim Boyle's got to start in it. We'll play that a little well, bit later Carm, on. I, I will say this. You're, you're looking at the, the Black Friday game and the quarterback matchup. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. One bit. Pr- Whatever probably. your opinion is, it doesn't matter. You know why? We'll be watching. What do you think the ratings were on Sunday night for a enticing matchup between the Broncos <laughs> and the Vikings? Josh Dobbs. Were they great? 15 I mean, million people watched. <laughs> It How was many? up 23%. 50 million? 15. Oh, 15 million. million. Oh, yeah, 15. 15. 15. But 15. 50, million, 50 million would be like the AFC MC championship right. yeah. games. Yes, yes. Uh, I got but, you. But 15 million, it was up 23% for that. <laughs> Let's amazing. compare it. It doesn't Josh, matter. It doesn't matter. Let's compare it to one of the games of the World Series. Oh, Oh, the World Series is lower, like around but, 10. Yeah. yeah, the World Series was yes. doing like 10 million yeah. people. Which I is know. good for them. This is week 11. With Josh Dobbs as one yeah. of the quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. And well, two teams that really aren't going to do anything Un- of note this year, right? Unbelievable. Does anyone think the Vikings or the Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl? I do no. not. No. Is there no. a top five player in the league who's dating a pop star in the game? No. No. It's nope. not. It doesn't matter. So you could say that they lament over Black Friday. It doesn't matter. It's NFL football. It's going to be on. People are going to watch. I guess you're right. Yeah. Amazing. Jim's in Crystal Lake. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys. So this is going to show you what a dedicated listener I am. You were talking about the 13 interceptions and why you guys didn't mention it. You guys did last year. I totally remember. We did? Somebody did. I, there I, I feel like I would remember. Somebody I was did. stunned this morning. I don't know, Jim. I was like, yeah. I had to rewind no. the TV. I'm like, wait, what did they say? What in 13? Listen, I, listen, listen, I'm not that smart, and so I want to come up with that. You guys did. I okay. promise you. Maybe somebody, we did. Somebody I at just, that radio station. Uh, maybe you're somebody right. at that radio station said it. Maybe but, um but I, I just want to say I'm all good with the game. I had the uh, Lions as in my survival pool, so I sweated oh, that one out. Oh my god! Um, uh, but um, uh, and frankly, though, I want to say that the, I think that's like one of the best Bears games I've seen them play in a long, long time. That's sad that they lost, but I think that's one of the best games they played. My opinion only. But um, I wanted to ask you guys. I'm not sure if you guys touched base about this or not, but I thought that was an enormous mistake for them to call a timeout with 30 seconds left. Well, Chris that Black did, agrees with you for sure. I think Yurko yeah, I mean, agrees they, with you too. They could have they could have gotten false starts. You know, they were under Anything the gun. Could have yeah, uh, yeah. And and what 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 was the sense of that well, timeout? I, I think this, and I think he tried to explain it. He doesn't always do a great job of explaining it. He talked to Waddle and Sylvia about it. Jim, thanks. Uh, I think he was saying at that point, once they picked up the first down, they were they were right there. They were at the two yard line. He was trying to make sure that they had a little time left for their offense. I think that now is it a little flawed? Maybe you know Black and Yurko were saying that yesterday. Just put the onus on them. Maybe they screw something up. Thirty seconds still a lot of time. Believe it or not, I mean it is. You got a veteran quarterback, you know. I mean, like you got a good offensive line. It's a lot of time. Yeah, but the clock but, is running. Yeah. Oh no, it, they didn't have timeouts. It's yeah. running. It's yeah. running. Now you know it's all getting on. Yeah, your fans are excited for what's happening up there. You've got to get everybody settled. You've got to make sure that things are okay before you get to the snap. Quarterback left and right, left and right. What's our play? Get it called at the line of scrimmage. They might be giving something away at the line of scrimmage, and then you get the snap. And then if you Decide to run in your short. Well, then you're really now. Scrambling. It's all got on pile. Now you're really scrambling. It's all got on pile. You got to get them off. You got to spot the ball. And boom. Mm-hmm. Any stop of play in that situation is wrong. Either he's crystal clear in or he's short, and you're going to mark the ball. And people have to get off the pile. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the argument against doing it. And maybe my, you guys are right. My guess is they would have called a play on the first down, a pass play. A pass play? Pass play. Either it's going to be in the end zone or it's going to be incomplete. Then they take a breath breath, and they go to the huddle, and then they try to figure out what they're going to do. How much time do we have left and what can we do? Yeah, Right. All right. Here we are. Maybe you guys are right. We've got 16 seconds left after running this play. Right. Um, We can't run it now, We've got to call two Right. And you can't run. At that point, you really can't run. I don't think you can because if you don't make it, you're not getting another play. Right. So. So I'd rather see that. I'd rather see that. Then call the timeout, get everybody in their breath, and touch up. So there's that. There's the fourth down decisions. There's the third down play where you hand it off to Roshan. If you know you're kicking, why aren't you at least taking a shot at the end zone? It's all these things. That's how you have an epic collapse. Your players don't execute. Your coaching isn't good. That's the three and eight bears. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Hey, speaking of the White Sox, Yurko, you see Bob Nightingale is pretty uh, certain that the Sox are going to trade Dylan Cease. I hope they, I hope they stand strong and get a lot for him. Don't trade him at like when he's at the bottom of his value after a, a bad year. I think. Dylan sees with two years of control left is still a desirable asset. Looks like there's a crystal clear winner of the Quintana trade. And it would be the Chicago Cubs. Because you got nothing. Nothing. Except one maybe decent year out of Cease where he's second to Cy Young. That's it. I, yeah. That's it. That now aside, you're trade I him? still wouldn't trade, like, I wouldn't give up while his value's low. Like, if you're going to trade him, fine. Right. But if you, if you better gonna, get some right. major prospects from the Dodgers if that's going to be the trade. Right? You would hope. I, I, yeah. Or Atlanta. You, you would hope. The two teams that are rumored are, you know, the teams that generally have stocked farm systems. Right. Are Atlanta and, and the, Dodgers. the Dodgers. Like, you better do well, well in a return. I mean, what do you think Littlefinger's going to do? Chris Getz? What's he going to get back? Clown? I don't know, but I'd stand your ground. I mean, I, the Dodgers need pitching badly, and I could see sure why they, they want Cease. Right. Well, they settled for Lance Lynn, right? Yeah, he's gone now. Yeah, he's well, gone. He was terrible for the yeah. L.A. Dodgers. He was all right. He was, no, he was a terrible. Couple good starts. He was horrific. <laughs> he was terrible. They had to start him in the playoffs. Just so we I go mean, back in time and we find out that the winner of that trade were the Cubs. You think? It seemed to me he had a positive impact right when he came over. I guess. But it wasn't much. Well, what do the White Sox do? Not much. With two players. You didn't get yeah, one. You got, you got two. two. You got two. That you... And the other guy keeps getting caught in the net like a salmon. You thought that. I mean. In, 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 I think in, a tuna. Don't the tuna get caught in the net? No, the no. Who salmon gets caught, get in the net? caught in the net. That's up there in beautiful uh, Alaska when do they're they? coming in to spawn. Yeah? Yeah. They get caught in the bear's mouth. Kissikak. I think the city is named Kissikak. 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 Up there in beautiful uh Beautiful uh, Alaska. I saw a clip. They, they, remember they run the nets with the aluminum boats across? Do they? And they're bumping into each other and they're fighting because they want to be in front of the other guy when they're swimming up the stream. That way you can you can basically just like jump somebody's net and the fish will never make it to that poor sap's net. Hmm. Yeah. I saw a funny clip of us. Uh, you were mentioning a city in Alaska that I, I don't know. But, what, do you, uh, what do you have? I saw a clip of Gronk trying to read names of cities in Wisconsin. It was pretty funny. You, oh, yeah. you would have gotten a kick out Waukesha, of it. Waukesha. Well, I know Wauwatosa, a lot of them because of you. Wanakee. Um, yeah, Waukesha. Ashwabanon. Yeah. Ashwabanon. Yeah. Uh, Oconomowoc. Yeah, Oconomowoc. I know yeah. most of those because I've heard Yurko talk about it. Right, them. right. 
Those are easy. And then the last one was Green Bay. And Grok yeah. looks at the camera and he smiles. He goes, Green Bay. Was, yeah. He was butchering most of them. Yeah. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the number if you want to join us. Randy is in Seattle. What up, Randy? Hello, boys. What's up, Randy? Carm- hey, you're Carm, I said it before. I will say it again. You are without question the best in the business. I love you guys. You're too kind. And the thing. No, no, no. One of the things that goes underappreciated is every now and then you throw in a little line from a movie or a TV show, and it almost slips by unnoticed. But they're fantastic. Well, that's good. I'm glad so, you. Got, I'm glad a few of us get it. <laughs> Name three people who have never been in my kitchen was my favorite. <laughs> that's of good. Me. That's always a great one. <laughs> um, based on uh, York's diatribe from yesterday, I think we got to change the pronunciation of the coach's name to Eberflus. Mm. With an emphasis on the lose. lose. Yeah. Eber, oh, my God. Eber lose. Eber flush. Yeah. Either one. I mean, <laughs> flush it right down the to- uh, toilet. Every victory gets flushed down the toilet. It's, a, you know, snapping defeat from the jaws of victory. Absolutely. That's, that's exactly um, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bitch about one thing from the Sunday game, and then I'm going to ask you guys uh, one question. And what I'm going to complain about most of all, and there were some – Something you guys have hit on all of them, but the one that rubbed me the most was that three-play sequence at the very end that ended with the missed downfield throw to Tyler Scott. At that point in the game, boys, you had one thing you needed to accomplish, and that was get a first down. And getting a first down starts with first down. You didn't need more points. You needed possession of the ball. The clock was your best friend. And what did they do? They run twice into a stacked run defense. Nine. Detroit. Nine-man box. Yeah, Detroit. They knew what you were going to do. And then you throw a 50-yarder you know, to Scott. Look, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Justin Fields' downfield throws, and you guys hit diagrammed that he, he hesitated and everything else. But still, that, that, that sequence was horrifying. Yeah. So the question for you boys is, if you've got one bullet, does – Eberflus get it? Or oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Randy, we can't oh, go that far. Right. You know I'm extreme. I'm being extreme, but yes. I, I'm going with Getsy gets the bigger share of the blame, in my opinion. Okay, there you go. That's a kinder, gentler way we're to put it. Randy, have a great Thanksgiving. We're, we're, we're doing a Russian roulette there. I Is can't that what do we're doing? that. Oh, Mao! Mao! Yeah. Mao! Mao! God, that scene. That scene from The Deer Hunter. If you don't want to watch the entire movie. Christopher I, Walken, Bobby De Niro. Like, I get it. It's long. Um, no, you should watch the entire I, it's movie. It's brilliant. But I don't know. With kids these days, you it's know. It's an talk, old movie, but you should watch it. It's an old movie, it. and it's long, but it's brilliant. But at the very least, you should watch the scene in the POW camp from the deer hunter. And the, the Russian roulette scene is about as intense as you're going to get. So that's when Yurko never misses an opportunity to drop a mow anytime yeah. that situation kind of comes right. up. You got to see the scene. He's yelling at him. He's yelling at him. Oh, yeah. Pick up the gun the and put it to his head. Got to see the scene. Yeah. Um, you know who gets more of that blame? I, don't, I think there's a lot to go around. I do. I think the play calling. I think it's. I think it's scared play calling. I think if, whether it's that series, the series before. Again, you run the ball third and six. If you know you're going to kick, what are we doing? Yeah. You run the ball there if you're going to go for it on fourth down. Yeah. I just think I, you, none of it makes sense. I, I think you've got to be in a game there where you got your guns still blazing. You've got to be aggressive. I, I like that idea. You're, I, yeah. you're, you're up by how many points there at the end of the game? What were they up at the end of the game? They're up 12. Well, they were up 12, and then they were up 5. Okay, right? they're, they're up 5. Yeah. 
All right, I, I'm going out blazing. I'm coming out. Uh, you got three wins. Boom, 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 boom. My, and my, my defensive coverage, I'm playing as aggressive as I had all day. If they score this go-ahead touchdown and they hit us on a bomb because my guys aren't cognizant enough to be, be close enough to break something up, then my offense gets the ball back with some time. But I can't play soft and allow them then to dictate exactly what's going to happen what not what's not going to happen. Maybe it's easy for us to save, you know, in our, from our positions. Yeah, be aggressive, be aggressive. Maybe it's different on that sideline. I don't know. I, I, I'd, you stopped them all game, Carm. And the two times, be aggressive. The two times you went soft. Yeah, be at aggressive. the end of the half and at the end of the game, the two times you went soft. And you weren't being aggressive. And it's an epidemic around football. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. We'll not go gentle into that good night. We'll be aggressive. And and take Dan Campbell's attitude. You don't like me going for it on all those fourth downs? Too bad. Too bad. This is the way we're going to do it. And you might as well go down that way. And if it's going to get you fired someday, so be it. At least you hold your head up high and say, I was always aggressive. Did it my way. Not scared conservative thinking and even good coaches as we documented at the start of this show today fall into that trap and Andy Reid fell into it oh but Carm Tommy Townsend can is great at pinning people inside the tent and Carm their defense is playing great that is scared coaching scared bottom line it's scared 15 is your quarterback and you're punting from the 39 yard line you net 19 yards terrible it's terrible. Terrible. It is terrible, scared coaching flat out. And at that point, you said we should have went for it. At that point, when they're coming back out to the wherever they're at, they come to the 25 or the 20? The 20, yeah. The 20, that's when you we should have went for it. Oh, that's yeah. when you say it right away. That's Darn probably it. when he knew yeah. right away. I just screwed yeah. the pooch on this one. Right. There's an old reference for you. That's right. <laughs> they still, I don't know what movie that's from. I don't know if they do know. or they don't. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Something happened today in the NFL that hasn't happened since 1941. We got all kinds of firsts happening. Great. The Bears did something that hasn't been done since 1932. I got something. something I got a first time, too. I got, I got, got another first time? time, too. All right. When we come back. We'll talk about that coming up. Three one two three three two. ESPN, if you want to join us, we're back in two minutes.